Welcome to the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast, covering agriculture and all things related in East Carroll, Madison, Tinsall, Concordia, and Catahoula Parishes. Uh, hello everyone and welcome to this edition of the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast. I'm R.L. Frazier, County Agent for East Carroll, Madison Parish, and I will be your host for today's program. My de- guest today is a man known by many along the Mississippi River for his numerous hats he wears. He's a cotton consultant, crop advisor, levy board member, and many more. Uh, today, let's welcome Mr. Reynolds Minsky to the program. And Reynolds, I want you to put on your levy board hat and uh, visit with us about the river and the levees and what all is going on. Okay, uh, thank you very much, R.L. I'm, I'm president of the 5th Louisiana Levy District, which encompasses, uh, we started at the uh, Arkansas line and go down to the Old River, Old River Locking Dam in Avoyles Parish. We've got four parishes plus 10, 10 miles in Avoyles Parish. Uh, we, we're responsible for taking care of these levees and, and being sure that they kept up to, to grade. And, and if, if we have any major problems, and the Corps of Engineers always comes in and assists with it. At the present time, I've got 17 jobs going which is going to uh, put the levy from the Arkansas line down to Voles Parish up to a 500-year flood stage, uh, which is way above where we are right now. We're 100-year flood stage at the present, and we're lacking about 60 miles. Once these 17 jobs have completed, I'll have 15 miles of levy left between Faraday and Vidalia that I've got to raise, and we've got to have a problem there because we got to find the dirt. We're probably going to have to end up getting it off of an island somewhere because that dirt, there's not much dirt there. That highway runs right down beside the levee. Then you've got the old river right across the levee from that. So that's just something we're going to have to work with. And we, we're responsible for furnishing, the levee board is responsible for furnishing all the dirt and the uh, Corps of Engineers is responsible for construction. So Okay. It, it's a good deal for Louisiana. It's a good deal for the levy board. It's, it's, it's a good deal for the nation because it, without this river, as all of you are aware, we'd be uh, in a heck of a shape trying to move commerce uh, on, on the ground. It just doesn't work as well as it does on the river. And it's much cheaper, and, and as everyone knows, that their profit, the end profit, in their pocket, all these growers, farmers, that the the profit that's left over is is theirs. It's, it's much better when it goes down the river than it is when it goes down the highway okay. or the railroad. <clears throat> um, you kind of touched on this a little bit there, Mr. Reynolds, in your introduction. You know, as far as the levy board and their responsibilities, you know, the overseeing. What about other activities on the levy? You know, for us people and livestock and stuff. Well, we're responsible for that also. Now, we make, we, what we do, the landowner actually owns the levy, uh, most of it. Now, the levy board owns a few little portions of the levy, but for the most part, the landowner owns the levy, pays the taxes, but they are required by law, by Congress, to, the levy board has the full responsibility of maintaining and and doing uh, and letting happen what happens on that levy. In order for a grower to get a permit to graze his own levy, he's got to come through the levy board. That is a must. He's got to come through the levy board. 
when he makes a mess on the levee, we make him clean it up or we have to clean it up. Now, we've got some problems on the levee right now that we're going to address uh, after this river goes down. We've got some people that are feeding on the levee that don't have any business feeding on the levee, and they know they don't. But those those things are going to be addressed, and we're going to uh, stri- we're going to tighten those those laws up pretty good because we've been criticized by the Corps, and I don't like to be criticized. I like to I like for things to go smoothly, and I don't like them hollering at me and telling me that you know we've got to get this taken care of. But those that's that's kind of how it works. We're okay. we're fully responsible for that levy, and if if there's a fence put up, we've got to give permission for it to be put up. We've got a permit. Uh, in in place it gives the person that gives the people a permit to put it up and tells them what they can do and what they can't do and tells them how far off the toe of the levee's got to be and 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 all of that is 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 in the permit process very good now you told us a while ago you went from the arkansas line to old river control structure down i reckon that'd be south end of concordia parish down in it's there it's down in the right. parish yeah. excuse me i know i'm not sure where the line yeah. was at down it's there. upper end of Avoles. okay it's below the auxiliary structure right. about 10 miles okay roughly how many miles is that from the we've arkansas got about line 257 down? miles of mainline levee and then i've got 100 miles of backwater from shaw back around to clayton uh uh, that that uh, Black River, uh, uh, Tinsaw, and uh, we goes around by Jonesville and comes back up Tinsaw up to okay. Clayton. Very good. All right, we kind of got a little bit of the authority and your responsibilities out of the way, and I'm sure you carry a certain amount of authority or legal authority when you have to make these decisions right. on the levy to the landowners to back you it up, back you up. Uh, so let's kind of talk a little bit about the river and the levee itself right now. Uh, where are we at far as uh, height and flood stage, you know, comparison to some of the other uh, past years, I reckon? Well, we, we, we're exceptionally high. Uh, and for the past three or four years, we've been this way in January. Uh, and most people don't know that because we haven't really gotten out there. And we, we, try, we, we try to keep it, uh, you know, if we don't have a problem, we don't want to create a problem. Right. And the the river has been at a high stage now since October one last year. Uh, it's all, every day in October of this past in 2018, every single day of October, we had an unprecedented uh, uh, record day you know, on the height of the river, and that has maintained that up through where we are today. Now the River has just begun to fall. It, we last week we were at fifty point one. This week we're down about today we're at forty nine three, I believe, and we're supposed to fall by the eleventh of April to forty three feet, which is not a big fall. It, it's it sounds big, but it's not big for this time of the year. Now that's going to get us back to flood stage. It's not gonna. It, it's gonna get the flood stage, and it's predicted today. And I saw the rise this morning in Cairo. It takes ten days for the water to get here from Cairo, and it looks like we're gonna get about a two-foot rise around the the middle of April, which will be around fifteenth to the twentieth. We're gonna get a two-foot rise, which is gonna put us back up to forty-five feet on the Vicksburg gauge. Now, the Vic, at the Vicksburg gauge, forty-three feet is flood stage. That's when it comes over the top bank. The uh, that's that's what flood stage means. It it gets out of the bank of the river, and uh, if it does that, 
and stays there until they're predicting to stay there through the first week of May at around 43 feet or a little above. Uh, hopefully that could that could change. If, if we don't get any more water up in the Ohio Valley, uh, and we did get a big rain up there this past few days. Correct. That's coming down the river that will get here. That, that's going to slow the fall down. All right, can we hold that thought and come back to it in just a minute, Mr. Sure, Reynolds? Sure, sure. Uh, you, you made a mention there about October till today. We've been kind of in unprecedented record high river levels. Right. Does that explain why we're seeing so much more seep water this year? And in seeing seep water in places, I've only been running up and down this area for the last 12 years to Madison Parish when I started working down there and really started paying attention to up and down 65 and the seep water. This year, I'm seeing more seep water, I think, uh, than I've ever seen, and in areas where I've never seen it. Am I correct? You're correct. Uh, th there is much more seep water, and it's in areas that have never seeped before. And I think that's due to the fact that we've had so much rain on top of the high river, and this water, the aquifer is completely full, and there's absolutely no place for this water to go except stay there. Okay. I mean, it's, they, it can't go down, it can't go... And... I, I I talked to someone this morning. We've got some places that are beginning to seep a little bit more today, and the river has fallen full right at four three to four feet in the last three or four days, and the water seems to be showing up more today than it was a week ago. That's not unusual. We've seen this before. I don't know why. The Corps doesn't know why. Nobody can tell me why, other than the fact that when the water begins to fall for some reason. I don't know. I don't know what happens. It doesn't seem right because you would think yep. that when the water begins to fall, the water would leave out. Now I have seen spots uh, where water has been just like a lake, and that, and part and part of those spots have dried up. No, they haven't dried up. They've gotten uh, damp rather than water. So they haven't dried up. So, and I would hate to know you put a tractor. Yeah, I think place. so. You're just not seeing you're it not on top. See, you're not going to see it on top. But you better not put a tractor out there. Well, that explains some things to me because you know I can over the years remember seeing the the river a lot higher on the levee without as much seep water. I have too. So it doesn't necessarily mean the height of the river then. It's all the excess water for such a prolonged period of time. I think that's exactly what very it is. good. That, that explains uh, I think some things. That's exactly to us. what it is and. Uh, I think any of the, even the core people would tell you the same thing. There's really, and I don't know that there's any uh, rhyme or reason for that. It's just it is what it is. And uh, and I've been fooling with this Dern River since '83. I've been on Libby Boy since '83, and I've been actually been watching the river since '73, since we had the large the flood in '73. Remember and, that? And uh, it's just, it is different. It's completely different. But every year is different. Every year is different. But now, I will tell you this. We have had, since 2011, the Corps has put in a many a relief well. Yes, sir. And these relief wells have really uh, cut down on the amount of sandbags that we've had to place. We have not had the sand balls that have occurred uh, that were we put out seven hundred and fifteen thousand sandbags in two thousand eleven, with four hundred inmates. Now that's a lot of sandbags with a little labor. That's not a lot of labor. Yes, sir. And that was from the Arkansas line all the way down the old River Lock Dam. We used our people from up here, and sandbags were built here in East Carroll Parish 
because the other prisoners were busy doing something else. And Correct. We, and that was a big help for us. And the state uh, provided all the, the trucks to move the sandbags, and that was good. Good. Well, that kind of led me into my next question, but uh, that's great that, again, I've not heard reports of, of sand balls this year like I have in years past. I'm not saying that y'all hadn't found any, but we're not hearing them in the public like you have in the past. And I know y'all have crews that are steadily riding and checking. Yep. I've had probably in the neighborhood of 35 to 40 sand balls that are uh, noticeable. Now, I've had probably 200 that are not noticeable. Okay. That, that we know they're there, and we've seen them, little pinballs. Uh, but we'll watch them very closely. But we haven't, we've only sandbagged, uh, I doubt if we put out more than 500 sandbags total. And, and we've only done, I put out 400 in one ditch at Elk Ridge. I put out five, uh, 500, uh, 400 bags there to stop a ditch up and stop. So we had sand balls in the ditch and we just put bags on each end of the balls and each side of the balls and, and stop and put water on those balls. So those are under control. Now we've got a, several other places that we've had to use a few sandbags, but nothing like uh, nothing like two or three, four, five, six, ten thousand. I reckon that's the reason we're not hearing as much about it. Is you're not having the bag as much. You as don't small. hear much about it because there's not there's not uh, there's not anything out there. And, and listen, the more you hear about it, and and I hate to say this, I tell people uh, they say, well, we've seen you on TV. I said, well, that's not good because when you see me on TV, that's not good. It, it's uh, uh, we've got a problem. Right. Well, we don't have a problem. Good. And I'd rather not create a problem. And the best way not to create a problem is not put any any uh, bad news on the street. Very good. The, and that's one of the reasons we wanted to get you to talk to us right. today. Tell us the, the truths, the facts, and help dispel some of these bad rumors. The like leads me into my next question I had for you there from the, from the sandballs. You know, social media, it's good and it's bad. And we've seen pictures where the levee has slipped or slid down, where was it, around St. Joe and I've got, Park. I've got a serious one up here above Lake Providence. One above. Probably, one of, the big, probably one of the largest ones. I've got another bad one that's very, just probably just as bad down around Blackhawk. I've got slides at St. Joe. I've got, well, I've got slides all up and down the levee. Nothing like these two. Okay. And we're watching them. There's not a lot we can do about it right now. Just remember that these slides are caused from the dirt that has been put. Most of it is from the dirt that's been put in there since uh, uh, at least all of them are since 1973. But the ones that, that I'm looking at are since nine, uh, uh, 1995. The one up here and the one at St. Joe Lowe's, that's some of the new dirt that's been put on. Remember, we've got a levee underneath that new dirt. We, all we did was we either made a straddle raise, which means we put water, dirt on both sides of the levee, or we made a riverside raise, which means we put dirt on the riverside, or we've got a landside raise, which means we put uh, dirt on the landside. Now, depending on where that is and where the slides are, we've had landslides, uh, we've had slides on the landside. Uh, not recently, but we have had to repair some on the landside, which is kind of unusual, but... This was probably caused because of the fresh dirt that was put in there since 95 and the amount of water that we had since October. 
So it all goes back to all the rain we've had it from October to here. Back to the rain. It's just got everything so saturated. Everything is so, and that's the reason I ask people not to drive the levee if you don't need to be on the levee. Okay. It's, you know, and someone said, well, I need to quit using the phrase uh, jelly, jelly bowl. It, it doesn't matter what phrase I use. It is like a jelly bowl. Sure. When, when that river, when that water is, when that water's up against the levee and you've had all the rain that we've had, that levee, regardless of whether it shakes like a jelly bowl, it is saturated and it needs, it does not need traffic on it to, to uh, cause any kind of uh, shaking or anything like that because okay. that, that creates sand boils. Okay. All right. We got a few minutes left. I got a few more questions I want to touch on here, Mr. Reynolds. So to move on, you know, and you touched on this a little bit earlier. All the rain, the the in the uh, up in the Midwest, West, the Nebraska area, and all of that. I know we got to look forward to that coming down. You see the pictures of the ice slides and all that in the rivers up there. And we've heard about somewhere up in there there was a, a, a earthen dam or something that's given way. Uh, we got we got all that water yet to look forward to, don't we? Some of it's been already here, okay. uh, but we did have it. When, when all that water hit Nebraska, and, and you do have snow melt, and you do have ice melt, and all of that, uh, when you've got water on top of it, of it, it all adds to the problem. The snow melt and ice melt people think about is going to be a problem. That's really not the problem. The problem You don't get a lot of water out of uh, 15 inches of snow. 15 inches of snow creates... Uh, if it's dry snow, creates an inch of water. If it's wet snow, 10 inches of snow creates one inch of water. So that's not really the problem. The problem uh, becomes when you get water like we've had in Nebraska on top of that snow and on top of the ice. But for right now, the, the, the biggest packs we've got is in Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa. And those have become, they're beginning to melt somewhat. But the, the, and we got a big rain in Ohio Valley this past few days, as yes. I said earlier. The core is holding the water back in the Barkley and the Kentucky reservoirs. They've, they've, they've decreased those, those uh, levels to, a, to, a, to, to the extent that they can hold some water back and not put it in this river until the river begins to get lower. So that's helping the situation. Everything that the core does it, 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 they, they are very conscious of the fact that these, these waters need to be held back as much as they can to let this water fall out as quickly as it can. Now they've closed, started closing body carry down in New Orleans, which is good news. Uh, that doesn't affect us. People, that's a misnomer too. People, the, the body carry nor the Marganza affects us up here. Okay. It doesn't matter whether they open it or don't open it. It's not going to affect us. It's it's like taking a garden hose and laying it out there, and you got water coming full stream out the end, and you cut a place back up the uh, hose a little ways. Well, that lets the water slow down at the end, but it don't let the water slow down above it. Okay. So it's it's just it's just all relevant. Okay. Well, that was my next question. What about the Morganza Spillway? So it would lo it basically it would protect south it protects end. Baton Rouge. Okay. The okay. Bonnie Carey protects New Orleans. That's okay. all that those two are good for. That's okay. what they do. Got one other quick question, kind of help either back it up or dispel some rumors. There was a report I read here a couple of weeks ago. Some engineer had put out that 
the possibility of the old river control structure failing and the river going down the Chafalaya. And I've been hearing that for years. So, <laughs> well, that, that is a fact. Uh, oh. it, it's a fact that you know it's not a fact that it's going to going to uh, give way. It's a fact that if that were to happen, that would provide that would put the the river would change courses and go down the Chapelai. That's the way the river wants to go. Right. And and the river has changed uh, courses uh, over history many many times. Right. The old river uh, locking dam uh, is there to uh, protect the Mississippi River, keep water in it so that we have traffic all the way to the mouth of the river. Plus, it puts, uh, you get 70% of the water going down the river, 30% of the water, by law, goes through the uh, Chaffalaya. Now there's a lawsuit right now by Mr. Williams down in on the Homa Cheetah, which is Lake Mary Plantation, that uh, everybody's concerned, and they're up here trying to get these growers to join and join the lawsuit and uh, make it a class action. That 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 should should never happen. The the, uh, the state of Louisiana is not going to let us put 60% of the water down the. Uh, Chapel if we do, we're going to wash Morgan City off the map, and that's not going to happen. I, I can tell him that. He can keep suing all he wants to, and I hate to say it. I like the man. I, he's very, he's, he's he's a very good man. He's got a son that always comes on a boat with him, but that, though those, those things, in my opinion, will never happen, and I think it's a frivolous lawsuit. I don't think it should have ever been filed, but it is what it is, and we'll just deal with it. So right now, you, you you agree that that the the river wants to overtake the old river control structure, Absolutely. but y'all don't see no Absolutely. in the foreseeable future nothing happening. It's well, in nineteen seventy three, we had a bad hole under the south side of the wall, and we had a hundred foot uh, void beneath it, and the Corps went in there and made an emergency fix. And after the river went down, they fixed it permanently. So. You know, all of these things can happen. You got one on the Jonesville Locking Dam right now down in Columbia, not the Jonesville, Columbia Locking Dam. They can't use the, the uh, Washtenaw River because they're trying to repair some voids beneath the, the the structure. Those structures are old. These structures are built for 50-year lifetime. That's the same thing up in the uh, Upper Miss. They're built for 50-year lifetime. These things have been there 75 and 100 years. They need repairing. They're falling apart. They need to be repaired, and that's infrastructure needs to be taken care of. Hopefully, Trump will take care of it. He's he's made a made a effort, and he certainly put more money in our in our coffers to to take care of the problems because those 17 jobs I've got should never have happened until 2031. That's what they told me back five years ago. And thank goodness that we've got the money in the bank for those projects right now. Very good. Very good. Well, Mr. Reynolds, we're about out of time. You've opened my eyes to a lot of things, helped, you know, inform us. Uh, I reckon the old saying, we don't need to get concerned that we see you concerned. When you see it, you see me with rubber boots on and, and a trailer behind my truck, you might all get concerned. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, Mr. Reynolds, we want to thank you for coming on the show today. It's been, like I said, real informative to me. I hope it is to our listeners. Uh, we still have a long way to go before we out 
you know, can rest comfortably right. with the river this Absolutely. year. Absolutely, with it. Uh, and I know it's putting us behind in planning. I've talked to people on the north end of East Carroll Parish that's as of today, April 2nd, haven't put a seed in the ground they, because they of can't seed even work the ground. That's it's exactly going to be in right. May or early June before they're going to plant soybeans up in the, in the bend. I can yes, tell you sir. that. The water's, that 90% of that's underwater. Okay. All right. So, again, before we leave, we always like to invite our, our uh, subscribers and the folks that are listening to us to leave us a review. Let us know whether we're doing good or bad. Uh, and if they got a topic they want us to cover uh, on these podcasts, uh, just uh, drop us a line at the Louisiana Delta podcast. Uh, we're on Twitter at Louisiana Delta Crops. So, again, uh, thanks for listening. And the next time we're on here, ask all of our listeners to be safe and have a safe, you know, growing season this year. Thank you, Mr. Reynolds. Thank you very much, Ariel. The Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast is produced by the LSU Ag Center Extension Service. For more information, visit the LSUAgCenter.com or contact your local Extension office.